On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got a chance to chat with Melinda Huang from Happy Masks. These guys have only been in business since March. They launched their website in April. And since April on their website, they've sold over 100,000 masks with virtually no paid advertising. Uh, what an amazing story uh, of success. Uh, they are actually a longtime um, uh, podcast listener and uh, have taken lots of the tactics that uh, that we've shared and implemented them, um, including uh, some really, really interesting Facebook group uh, strategies. So I think that you guys are going to get a ton out of this one and uh, some really, really interesting ways for you to be able to grow your e-commerce brand. Before we begin, we wanted to let you know some really exciting news and something that we've never talked about before on the podcast. Our team at Mindful Marketing is growing, and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we are looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. Now, on to today's episode. I am live here with Melinda Huang from Happy Masks. Welcome to Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Thank you. So excited to be here. Yeah, this is great. This is great. We're uh, For those of you listening on the podcast, we're also live uh, on Facebook. So uh, we actually do most of our interviews totally uh, off the cuff live. That's the way I like it. Uh, that's the way I like to have conversations. And I'm super, super pumped uh, about your story. Um, for those of you um, who have seen what the title of this is, they've sold 100,000 masks since May. Since May 20th? Is that is that what we're saying? That's yeah, when, since when May 20th. Started? That was in our site launched. Yep. That is, that is crazy. I think that you're the newest business that we've ever had on this podcast. And I am <laughs> so looking forward to hearing your story. Uh, you're also a podcast listener, which makes me just so happy. So tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do and, and what you're up to right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm Melinda Huang. Um, I, I worked in corporate America for a good number of years before deciding to start Happy Mass. Um, mother of three kids and is actually working on a totally different business idea when, um, when I, you know, before this all happened, this is very much an accidental business. Um, okay. and yeah, so, but, um, happy mass is actually developed, um, almost 20 years ago and a collaboration between my father and a scientist. And they were actually developing this membrane to, um, filter waste water. And then when SARS hit Taiwan in the early 2000s, they developed, they decided to use this technology to create a mask, um, but then never really commercialized it in a big way. It was just kind of sold word of mouth in Taiwan, not even under a proper branding, very much like a B2B business. And then um, fast forward to uh, March of 2020, when COVID started to um, clearly become a, you know, was going to be a, a serious thing here. My mom sent me a box of these. And uh, for my family, because she's really worried about us. And okay, so yeah. um, we opened the box. Kids started wearing them out for scooter rides. And then they had this really uh, unique beak shape. And so everyone started noticing, like, what are those masks that have this beak shape that sit, you know, clearly sit away from your nose and mouth? Um, and then um, one thing led to another. And we can go into this in as much detail as you want. But basically, um, created a Google spreadsheet, posted it to my daughter's Facebook school Facebook group 
Um, over the course of three days, over a hundred orders were made, which equaled a thousand masks. And this wasn't even me trying to make it a business. It was just trying to do a favor for the school. And it yeah, was yeah, yeah. a wave of, um, wave of like, oh my gosh, these are the best masks we've ever tried. And it's so much better than the Etsy. And I need to get some for my, my parents and my neighbor's son, and they want more. And it was like this clear market poll. Um, and I was like, wow, it's, it's incredible. You know? And so I was like, all right, I'm going to forget the other thing I was working on. I need to somehow find a way to make these more broadly available here. So that was like March, April timeframe. Wow. So selling off of a Google spreadsheet to start, like that's, yeah. that is just such a good, uh, entrepreneurial start, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> like no website, just selling off of a spreadsheet. So good. Yeah. And I was really nervous when I first posted it because I thought, are people going to think I'm trying to monitor, you know, like I was like, I was purely just trying to do it as a favor to help the community. But then, um, it was literally like, uh, you know, put your name here, the sizes you want. Second tab was pictures of me and my family. Like I'm a medium, my husband's a large, kids are a small. By the way, these are tested, here are the certifications. So it was not really like trying to market it. And then when it, when this wave of feedback around like, oh my gosh, these are amazing. Like, how do we get more um, came? I then, I then created a second Google spreadsheet. And what was different about that one was it started to go to groups that I was not necessarily a part of. And so um, like customers from the first round started helping to share that. And so, it, you know, it became big with acupuncturists because it got posted in an acupuncturist Facebook group. Um, and then it went wow. to another zombies group that was halfway around the country. And so um, I started the second Google spreadsheet. It was just every day new names were being added to it. And how, um, how are you taking payment? So that, that was the, I would have to reach out to each of these people individually. Um, here's my Venmo, like email them. Here's my Venmo. And my, my brother saw the spreadsheet. He works for a um, Procter and Gamble. So big company. He's like, this yeah. is a problem. You know, there's like real privacy issues here. He's like, you gotta get your site up. So I, you know, it was crazy. People would order, pay me and just trust I would send it to them. And of course yeah, they did, yeah. but it was, but what was cool about that though is because I had to reach out to each of those customers individually just for the purposes of um, fulfilling their order. I would take all those opportunities to pick their brain about who are they buying for, um, what did they buy before, you know, that they weren't happy with. And so, you know, I, I'm getting all this really great market intelligence while I'm also building my site. And so totally. I, I, I was constantly updating my copy, um, like, oh no, we got to reprioritize to talk about the comfort before the protection, because that is the pain point. It was so clear to me who the customer was. It was a mom, usually, you know, um, at least 35 years or older, typically pretty educated, higher income, very worried uh, about their, their kids who don't understand social distancing, but can also not be cooped up at home. So yeah. like, I just understood at a really intimate level who this customer was. And so, and that helped tremendously with the FAQs on our site with, you know, our main headline. We, for a long time, our headline was breathability and comfort without compromising on protection. Um, and, you know, and that was something that was directly came from these conversations that I had with these parents who, these moms in particular, who were buying for the whole family and wanted all of those things. Totally. So how, how much are these masks selling for? 
They're each uh, $24. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. So so a little bit higher end than, than other masks that are out there on the market. They're more expensive than your typical cloth mask, but there is another market with among masks that have filters. And so, you know, a couple are like Mog Mask, Cambridge Mask Company, yep. Halo Mask. There's a bunch of them now, um, those, you know, like a whole flurry of them. Among that group that has filters, those tend to be at least like $35. So, oh, okay. Okay. So you're, you're actually not, not in the higher we're end. We're actually market. pretty good for a tested mask that has a filter. Yeah. Oh, super, super interesting. So obviously everybody who's listening knows why I love this conversation so much because it's based around Facebook groups, right? It's based yeah. around getting feedback from people, which is just, it's just so valuable. It's like you took all these things that I love so much and, and actually put them into practice and, uh, and like got feedback from people because that's really yeah. what matters in the end, right? Is like actually getting feedback from people. Um, yeah. starting before you had a website like that, that to me is just such a great, great story. So yeah. let's talk about what, what's still working now, as far as marketing, are you still like, do you have your own Facebook group now? How, how are sales coming in now? Yeah. So, um, so I'll, I'll back, rewind just a little bit. So when we sure. launched our site on May 20th, um, we didn't do it. We haven't done, we didn't do any paid marketing. We literally just turned on in like Facebook ads last week and wow. it's still like we haven't figured out, you know, it hasn't really done much yet. Um, the things that have really moved the needle for us are um, finding the right Facebook groups to, to post to. And I think like, I have a lot of thoughts around that. I think, um, cause I, how, how do you get into those Melinda, sorry, how, how, for, for people out there who are like, well, I want to find Facebook groups to be able to, to sell to, right. Um, yeah. and, and obviously it's, that's, that's probably not the way to go into it. Right. Just like, Oh, I just want to get in there no, to sell to people. What, yeah. can you it, walk us through that process? Sure. I think I, I, there is something to be said around, um, approaching the, you know, marketing and, and building your business in as authentic a way as possible. So, um, in particular, the Facebook groups that have really worked well for me, they're, they're like my college, Wellesley college, um, parenting groups. And so, oh, okay. yeah, so this group in particular, it only has 2,800 members. Yeah. Um, but when I launched the site, it was purely out of, because there's such a sense of camaraderie in that group. And I think there are various similar types of groups like this, um, where there's just this community of like, we want to support each other. There, and there, another group that's a part of this is like a female entrepreneurship group. And so they, they just when I launched the business out of, you know, like they took a look at the site and they thought, well, this looks interesting. I'll give it a try. And what ended up happening is a good number of them tried it just because they, they thought it looked like a really good product. And yep. because I was a member of, of this group and I had been for a chunk of time, um, then when they got it, they came back and posted in the comments of my initial posts, like, holy cow, these are the best masks I've ever tried. Like, so amazing. I'm going back to order more. And I went back to look at that original post I, I did when I launched this business. It has 280 comments on it and wow. pictures of people and their kids. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so it's like this social affirmation of like, these are amazing. And then when people watch their mask, sometimes they would do their own posts like, oh, my soul thrilled our happy mask came today. Um, you know, Tony wore these to school for the full five hours um, and it didn't bother him at all. And so there's just, you know, this 
because this group, the spirit of this group is, you know, supporting each other, but also wanting to share when there's a really good product. Um, mm. And, you know, I think what I've seen work for Facebook groups, and also it's really timely we're having this discussion now because we just had our first really big, um, really high impact influencer partnership um, yesterday. And I, I actually don't pay influencers. So that's like a whole nother thing um, about like, how do you partner with influencers in an authentic yeah. way? Yeah. Um, but that like at 10 PM yesterday, we had 10 X the amount of traffic as, that we normally do because she did this amazing post um, wow. about her mask and showing her wearing it on a plane, you know? And, and so I think there's something to be said about like just finding groups not necessarily too big that have an affinity that have like a spirit of sharing of wanting to help each other but also wanting to share good things with each other when 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 they find it um and and i treated that group really well too so over the summer we were back ordered three to four weeks for the majority of the summer but for for all of that, that, that time so any anytime someone in that group based an order, I would expedite it. So I'd like basically let them skip the line. So I think wow. So if they were in the group, you'd let them, you'd let them go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't awesome. have to wait three to four weeks. Um, and so I would basically, and so it would always felt like, Hey, if it's an order, can you expedite it? Um, same thing when I launched new patterns and because I was back ordered for a number of orders that hadn't shipped yet, like, can I swap to the new pattern because my order hasn't shipped yet. And I would do all those manually. And you know, it's a lot, it's, there's a lot of work, but I think when you treat your group well, and whether it's, you know, this, I'm talking about it as like a Facebook group, essentially become like a VIP group. But I think it is true of any group that is um, loyal and important to you, making sure you go out of your way. And it doesn't always necessarily need to be discounts. I've been super careful about not wanting to go down that path. Awesome. I do think awesome. it's like the expedited orders, the swapping if they need it, if there's any problems, no questions asked, you know, give, send them a new mask. So, um, and, and, you know, even the group that we're donating to, it was because someone in that group is a board member of this organization of refugee girls. And so she asked if she could buy it with a discount because she's buying it for them. And I was like, don't worry, I'll donate it. And then she then mm. posted to the group, like amazing Melinda donated, you know, to this amazing organization that I'm part of. So, you know, it's like, it's all about building community and it's not one way it's, it's like a back and forth. Hey guys, just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we are only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply to start the process today. Now, back to today's episode. Before we started recording today, uh, you had talked about how um, you'll actually launch early to your Facebook group as well. Is that right? Yeah, and it was so... Um this last launch we did, it was, we got a lot of feedback and, and just on the quick comment about um, getting customer feedback. So I think anytime you have a trusted group and you want to like get ideas off of them, I actually ran a survey with that same group to get feedback on colors. So um, that group told me like, we really wish there were a floral. And it was like, I think I gave them five colors to vote from and they chose periwinkle. And so this is what ended up 
you know, being the result of it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. then when this launched, like the moment it, we, it went live on our site, I went back to that Facebook group and I said, many of you might remember, like, you know, a month ago, I posted a survey to get your feedback on, you know, what color you're, you want and what you were looking for in the next design. Well, here it is. And thank you so much for your feedback. So it wasn't even like, I was like, hey, go to my site and buy. It was like a thank you for giving your feedback. But yeah. and, now, and we took that. We've now created a project based off of it. But it was this flurry to our site where we had, um, I think we had about like 300. Um, medium is our biggest, our, our main size. We didn't have a whole lot of inventory, but I, you know, we just wanted to launch um, with the new pattern. And they basically like, made us go backward. They bought all, all 300 masks that we had in one day, um, just simply from that post. And so I ended up not being able to do my official like email launch to the entire audience until almost two weeks later, until I could like build up more inventory. But it was, it's a lot like what you talk about, Jordan, it's like a VIP group, except it's just kind of done differently. Um, yeah, 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 totally. I mean, it's the same. I, I really do think that that's what you're doing, right? Like, it's yeah. it's building. It's the same psychology that you're using, right? Yes. Um, and 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 not only that, it's just it's just good. It's just good business to ask people for their feedback, and then give people yeah. what they want. <laughs> like, it's great. Yeah, it is. And and I will say, like every step, um, like because we we started the business having such a, you know, it was very it was from you know, having to call or email people to collect payment information to, you know, I did all the customer service for the first few months, like every single email, every call. Yeah. And I didn't want to let go of that because, um, because I thought it was so important to improving our product. And so I knew like, okay, we definitely need a girly one. Like we, we launched, um, admittedly, we didn't have the best colors and patterns. And so I got a lot of feedback. Like I desperately want to get this for my my daughter, but she only likes pink things. And, and, and so this yeah. was a result, it's like a pink firewall mask, you know? And so to be able to then go back. I'm sure like, that one sells super well. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. Um, but then to be able to go back and say, Hey, we heard your feedback. And as a result, we now have a pink narwhal mask, you know, like customers love that. And, yeah. and that's just yeah. kind of like the back and forth. And it also helps us to make sure, you know, from a business perspective, we have a limited number of SKUs that we can have and carry and, you know, operationally. And so each one has to be productive. So getting, making sure you get that feedback, because what I think might not necessarily be what the, what customers think as really opposed to anything too girly. And then I realized that's just what the customer wants. And so that's what we did and, and it does really well. That's so great. That's so great. Yeah. Uh, Melinda, I got to ask you the question I ask everybody who comes on here, what is your secret to scaling? Secret to scaling. Um, I think I think authenticity. You know, I think like and from when I think the the type of the way we interact with Facebook groups, um, even influencers. Um, I you know I think when you pay an influencer to do a post, it looks like it was a paid post mm. um, versus you know if you say. Like, can you, do you want to try this? You know, no strings attract catch. If you, if you want to, if you try it and you love it, would love a shout out. And I think the influencers that have the highest engagement with their audience um, and, and really move the needle for brands are the ones that really truly love your product because it comes across in how they talk about it. Mm. Um, and so, you know, I've, I've tried, I, I haven't paid anyone, but I do know like the ones that 
really like the one as I mentioned earlier, someone posted yesterday, she has a following of 60,000 um, in her audience on Instagram. And she did a, a very dedicated post about how she tried multiple masks. Her ranking is ours, number two, Vogue mask, number three, Starks mask. It's just so detailed. Reason why she loves these is because they, you know, it's so breathable and like she doesn't get sweaty when she wears them. And yeah. it, and it's like when it when it comes from a really authentic place. Um, and the fact that her audience was asking her, like, what are your thoughts on masks and what are your favorites? It just moved the needle in a big way for us. Um, and and, and, you know, so I think like finding that, finding partners who really love your product versus, you know, promoting because they're getting paid is, is also another thing that kind of goes into the authenticity piece that I was talking about. Totally. I, I'm with you just, you know, with, with influencers, with not paying influencers. I love that. Uh, this is probably about six months ago now, Stephen Borelli from Cuts Clothing came on and he was talking about how that's their big influencer play is they just send product out to every, uh, for them, they're more in that, um, the niche with like professional athletes and yeah. that sort of thing. So they'll just send them out and, and just say like, Hey, no strings attached. And I love that because these guys now, these, all these NBA players and, and major league players will all be wearing their clothing all the time yeah. and yeah. because they just love it. Right. So, yes. uh, it comes down to like, do you have a good product? If you don't have a good product, you gotta re you gotta rework the product first. Right. Because people oh, really absolutely. do need to genuinely love it. Yeah, none of this would work if the product weren't good. Um, and I think that's why, uh, you know, the I tested before I decided to move forward with this business, I got that initial market feedback um, with that first box of masks that was, you know, ordered just to make sure people really loved it. And so when I got that market validation, that's when I started to invest in making this a business. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. This has been such a great interview. I've really, really enjoyed this. Let's go on to our lightning round here. What okay. is your favorite tool or app that you're using right now? Um, it's one called pre-order manager. <laughs> so oh, okay. lets awesome. Us, yeah. Let's us do pre-orders, um, which also helps with inventory planning. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great. Pre-order manager. Who's, who's that by? Is that, is that Ooh, one of the, the big ones? No. Okay. We'll, we'll make sure uh, we'll put yeah. that in the, in the show notes. Okay. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, favorite podcast that you're listening to right now. Um, let's see. You know, I love, um, it's a different scale. I love how I, so how I built this, which I know is a favorite for many people. Yeah. It's a different yeah. scale, but that was like, before I even decided to start a business, kind of like what inspired me. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. That's, that's so good to hear that, 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 that was an inspiring podcast. Cause I, I, I know for years I listened to how I built this and, um, it's amazing to see these companies, everybody starts like how, how we have started. Right. Um, yeah. And it is, it is just this interesting combination of luck and hard work. And, you know, I think you always have to just respond to the market, but yeah, you're right. Also a really good product and evolving it with what your customers ask for. Totally. Totally. Yeah. That's great. Now, if you could sit down with anybody for an hour, have coffee, tea, beer, wine, whatever it is, uh, who would it be? Ooh, uh, that's a good one. Um, let's see. Maybe Michelle Obama. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I, I really, you know, she, she came out with that book called Becoming. And I think when you look at her from the outside, it seems like she's made it. Like she's always just made it. She's always been pristine. And that book is all about 
the process that we're all still becoming constantly, mm. you know, and even our business, we are so grateful for the success we've had, but I don't feel like this, you know, we've quote unquote made it or that we figured everything out. I think we yeah. as yeah. entrepreneurs, it's just this constant process of learning and responding and doing the best you can. Um, yeah. So I love, I, I, I take a lot of her lessons uh, and apply it to my life. <laughs> That's great. That's that's really, really good stuff to hear. Thank you so much for being on. Where can people find out more about you and check out your masks? Yeah, so um, our masks are at www.happymasks.com. And that's just happy masks together with a S at the end. Um, yeah, if anyone ever you know wants to reach out to me directly, you can email me at Melinda, um, M-E-L-I-N-D-A at happymasks.com. And um, I'd love to, I'd love to hear from this group and happy to respond to any questions. That's awesome. And we connected on LinkedIn too, right? Yeah. Is that, yeah. Is that another place that you're Yeah, a you bit can find me on LinkedIn as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Awesome. And we'll have all of those uh, links in the show notes. Um, thank you so much for being on. This was uh, just an absolute pleasure. Um, again, thank you for your time. Yeah. Thank you, Jordan. Thanks so much. This is a lot of fun. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.